I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Mula po sa Quezon City, ako si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. As the elections draw near, we are hearing more reports of candidates buying votes. Or at least they're trying. But does vote buying in fact work? Still on your votes, environmentalists have a call for your consideration. Tingnan ang issue hindi kandidato. A photo of President Rodrigo Duterte lounging in front of the TV had supporters saying he deserves to Netflix and chill after all his hard work and critics wondering just how much work does he actually put in. We have answers later. And for the first time, the United Nations Security Council recognizes that men and boys can also fall victim to sexual violence during times of war. Yan po ang headlines. Ako po si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. Attorney Alicia Vidal, president of the Women Lawyers Association of the Philippines, captures everybody's hope and frustration on the topic of vote buying. Here she is in an interview on state-run PTV. Legally, meron na tayong batas na pinagbabawal ang vote buying at ang pagbibenta ng boto. Siguro kung talagang ang matitigil lamang yan kung yung nagbumibili ng boto ay hindi na nanalo. Ba't pa ako bibili ng boto kung hindi okay. naman ako nananalo? Okay. Wag nang iboto dahil in the end magnanakaw yan upang mabawi ang kanyang pinambili ng boto. But the fact is vote buying is rampant in the Philippines. Interestingly, however, it is not vote-buying per se that persuades people to elect certain candidates. A recent study by the Ateneo School of Government and the Asian School of Management looks at low-income voters in Metro Manila and how they behaved during the 2013 and 2016 elections. Their insight, instant short-term dole-outs, are not the deciding factor for citizens. Instead, to quote the Ateneo School, Long-standing dependency and loyalty built over years of patronage are merely punctuated by election-related transfers. End quote. In other words, money is powerful, but votes are bought and corrupted over years. By the time cash floods the final days of campaigning, the relationship between voter and candidate is merely being reinforced. Another way to look at it, bribes will not magically change voters' minds. But the Ateneo School of Government Dean Ronald Mendoza, a co-author of the study, is still optimistic. He says a younger voting population and an increasingly literate workforce can break the cycle. He also says fighting poverty, therefore, equals fighting vote-buying. Issue. 
That was a clip from a rap song by Greenpeace Philippines which has rolled out its advocacy for Election Day. Issue, hindi kandidato. We spoke with Kevin Yu, Greenpeace campaigner, about their call for voters to select candidates based on the issues they fight for instead of basing it on personalities. We want to highlight issues during the elections rather than voters looking into uh, the usual propaganda na fini-feed no, ng mga candidates sa kanila. We want to urge people to reflect what is really important to them and use it as a basis for their decision during the elections. Of course, Greenpeace bias is for the environment. We need to focus on the main sources of greenhouse gas emissions because greenhouse gas emissions are the main uh, drivers of uh, global warming. So kung mas maraming greenhouse gas emissions, iinit ang mundo at kung pag uminit ng mundo, hence magkakaroon ng climate change. Yung mga proposed coal energy power plants, this needs to be reconsidered and eventually be replaced no, by cleaner, safer, and cheaper alternative sources of energy. You says the next roster of elected officials must act immediately. Ang Philippines, we are actually the recipient no, of climate change impacts. We're experiencing El Nino right now that's been uh, aggravated by climate change. We're also experiencing typhoons, extreme typhoons um, that has been um, occurring more frequent and more intense. The Philippine government should demand more actions from other countries because climate change in its essence is about survival survival of Filipinos and that's what we are trying to address here We've seen the photo President Duterte nakapambahay lying in bed next to a bunch of newspapers and watching a movie on Netflix Early this week his spokesman Salvador Panelo said the president had been working from home because he was recovering from a punishing schedule during his trip to Beijing. Duterte later presided over a cabinet meeting in Malacanang and made an appearance at a wake in Taguig City. Later on, he was at a command conference of the armed forces and the national police in Malacanang. But the picture gave a rare peek and insight into the workload and routine of the chief executive. Here is Panelo trying to give more details. Si Presidente... As you know by now, he works at night. Pag nagigising niya ng mga, kasi he usually sleeps at either 6 o'clock in the morning or 7. Depende pa sa trabaho yan, kung mas marami pang hindi siya natatapos, na, na-extend pa. But he sleeps 8 hours a day. Ever since yun ang kanyang work ethic and lifestyle, since he was a mayor. Last week, a social weather survey showed that more than 80% of Filipinos are satisfied with the general performance of the national administration. In April, almost as many Filipinos were satisfied with the president's performance. But in January, worry over his health went up. For the first time, the UN Security Council has formally recognized that men and boys can also be targets of sexual violence. The Security Council recently approved Resolution 2467 calling on warring parties to implement concrete commitments to fight sexual violence during conflict. Here is Christoph Heusken of Germany in a UN video. He was president of the Security Council for April. 
The um, adoption of Resolution 2467 is a milestone. We have now a concentration on um, accountability. Um, we have a survivor-centered approach. Um, we are putting um, sanctions much more in the center of actions. We have the UN system watching it, reporting it. Um, we have for the first time in the revolution also looked at um, um, boys, girls, uh, children, um, the, uh, um, the victims of rape, um, children born of rape, and that um, what is um, happening to them. The representative of Switzerland, Matteo Facinotti, said women and girls are the main targets of sexual violence during conflict, but men and boys are equally vulnerable to horrific acts. The formal acknowledgement is crucial, he says, because, quote, cases of violence against men and boys remain underreported because of fear of stigmatization and exclusion. At yan po ang Puma Podcast for the latest episode. Subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Stitcher, and now Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Maraming salamat po. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.